Hello and welcome to the Xbox World uh, Really Tired cast for um, for Tuesday. Uh, it's the day after Microsoft's conference for us here in the UK, but for Matt, that conference was uh, just a little bit earlier in the day. Is that right, Matt? Yeah, well, uh, technically it was yesterday. It's now about 20 to 20 to 1 in the morning. And for, um, for me, it's, uh, it's 8.41 in the morning the following day. It's... Um, it's, uh, I sure enjoyed my uh, my three and a half hours sleep last night after the Sony conference, though. <laughs> That's about what I got last night. You uh, you still I still kind of jet lagged. Well, I wasn't jet lagged the first night because for, for the first time ever, I slept until like nine a.m. I thought it was brilliant, <laughs> but I paid I paid double last night. Um, went fell asleep very late, got up at five, and couldn't really. <laughs> Get back to sleep. So um, and we should say yeah, your apologies uh, if I sound quietly, just because because uh, you don't want to wake your wake your roommate. <laughs> no, Matt Matt Castle sleeping in the other room, so okay. uh, I'm I'm not going to be shouting. Okay. Well, if, if if he maybe talks in his sleep again, maybe he can join in on the podcast. <laughs> maybe, yeah. maybe. Okay. So you actually so, went to the Microsoft conference. Yeah. Did you make it to the Ubisoft conference? I did. Uh, but you missed the EA I, and Sony conferences. Yeah, I mean, obviously, we wouldn't be able to go to the Sony one anyway. As it happened, I was seeing something else. Um, and EA it just didn't work in terms of timing. I needed to write up some stuff. Uh, but that's no big deal. I mean, I streamed it anyway. Um, yeah, so, I mean, obviously, let's start with Microsoft. Yeah. That's why I'm here. Uh, you know what? A lot... First of all, going there, we go up in the morning. I go up before everyone else, but I met him downstairs. Um, and I heard the news that, that everything had been leaked. Yeah, so Microsoft managed to uh, upload their entire E3 content to the internet like an hour or two early. Um, how did mistakes like that happen, man? It was up on uh, Xbox.com for about two, three minutes and then vanished. So everything about Rise, everything about Halo 4, everything about Connect Fun Labs, all was on Xbox.com for a very brief moment. And of course, everything on the internet is eternal, you know? It's, it doesn't go away once it's up. You think there'd be a briefing? It's like, look, guys, whatever you do today, just do us one favor don't press this big button. Yeah. Don't, don't, hit, don't, don't hit that upload it. button. Don't hit it. Don't hit it. Just whatever you do. You see that button? Don't press it. <laughs> don't press it. Because, and I mean, and someone did because it will get kind of spoiled. This one yeah. spoiled the surprise for you guys, right? Yeah, absolutely. So we were all on the bus, the shuttle going over to the conference, and we were pretty subdued. We were all like, oh, oh, we know what's going to happen. And to be fair, we didn't because there were lots of announcements that, that they wheeled out that were surprises well but minecraft you know not, that... not least of them i mean minecraft coming to xbox is enormous i, I think the thing enough being made of that it's one of the biggest games on pc and no that's, that's, that's absolutely xbox. huge but that that big end of end of show announcement the big halo 4 drop everyone was waiting for it and so it didn't really like people cheered obviously it's like yeah halo's been announced but because we all knew it was coming it was a bit of a foregone conclusion no one was like surprised um, I, I would have loved to be surprised, but I just wasn't. Um, you know, after the show, chatting to the other people, people were fairly down on the conference. I mean, people thought it was so-so. Um, I, I mean, I maybe partly because it was my first one, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I definitely think it wasn't like the best. 
um, it was it was very much a case of if you've got Connect, we have some cool shit for you. Yeah. If you don't have a Connect, go buy Connect. Yeah. yeah. It was, it was, it was definitely serious... a long way from the heady heights of the 2009 conference where Microsoft oh, yeah. rolled then... out with like with like ten amazing games and then revealed Connect back when it was still really really accurate and sci-fi and futuristic. Yeah. There's. I mean, there was a serious lack of non-Connect stuff. I mean, Halo Four aside. Uh, I, I guess you got Gears and Forza, and Forza we know will have Connect features anyway. Well, but if you look at everything else first, quietly confident and you know, just quietly an absolute show stealer. Sixteen cars whizzing around the track. Of course, everything we knew about Forza was leaked early as well, so we knew we knew about yeah. the sixteen players, we knew about the head tracking and so on. But wow, I mean, it, how good did it look? It was it was that, those were some graphics. Some graphics. I mean, there were. Like I say, people were really down on it, but I, I looked back on the conference and there were so many great moments. I mean, it started off with a bang. I mean, Call of Duty, Modern Warfare 3, it's got its development problems. And you know what? I don't think the level they showed was nearly as impactful as they would have I liked. I don't think so either. It was, it was very quiet. You know, they didn't even pull a trigger on anything for about two minutes. The opening was slow. The whole, like, uh, submerging scene, not submerging, uh, rising up out of the water scene in New York, it didn't really have that much of an impact because we'd already seen those screens before yeah. um, when the Activision stuff was leaked. Um, so that was lost on us. Like, imagine if we just come out of the water and then see New York for the first time, we'd be like, holy shit, yeah. New York's under attack. Well, but, you know, you know, I thought it was, was lost. very surprising that they um, they rolled up on stage with the boss of Sledgehammer, not uh, anyone from Infinity Ward, but from I, Robert, I from Robert Boring from, um, oh, sorry, Robert Bowling from, uh, from um, Infinity Ward. Um, and it, I really, when I got off stage, I was like, oh, I wonder why they've done that. I mean, I know Sledgehammer played a big part. But then I realised, you know, there's really nobody left at Infinity Ward. You can't no. wheel out. And it's not the only time they did that because the other, I think, the very odd one was Connect Sports Season Two, well, that where was they rolled very out this strange. big park. There was no one from Rare. I mean, Connect Sports is, is Rare's baby. And, and I have people asking park. me on Twitter saying, you know, are are Rare even working on this game? I'm like, well, yeah, absolutely, Rare is still working on this game. But in fact, they made the game. Big Park only made a couple of events, from what we understand. But for some reason, exactly Don Matrix part. buddies at Big Park got to got to debut the game for them. I think that's sad. I think that's really, really sad. Uh, I mean, Big Park they did Connect Joyride, not a great game, absolutely not even not. a good game. No. Whereas um, so, Xbox is, is the uh, the showcase. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I mean, looking back, I mean, we had things like the YouTube announcements. I mean, that's cool. You've got games such as Driver, where you can output your own videos. Yeah, it's, very, it's about YouTube. time that came along. Because Xbox you know, has been struggling. I mean, Xbox has been behind on that one. I mean, we could all yeah. just call I mean, some PlayStation. Had it with just Wars Two. Yeah. But, yeah. Um. And the the Microsoft Bing thing, I mean, you know what? I think it is kind of cool. If, if you know you want a certain bit of con- content, you can just call it out without having to go through loads of menus. You know, it's not something you're going to necessarily use every day, but having it there as a feature is pretty decent. You know, well, the whole new tool. dash is very, very cool, I think. I mean, obviously, as a Windows 7 phone user, you're, you're very used to that interface already, and it's uh, very similar yeah, to the Windows much. 8 interface, the uh, touch interface for Windows 8. It's a super slick, super stylish new dash. It's coming later this year. And, I mean, along with it, you're going to be getting a load of improvements for Connect. It'll have finger tracking and so on, which was 
kind of shown off during the Ghost Recon demo for the first time. They didn't announce it until later in the show, but it was evident throughout that Ghost Recon Connect demo, which was super cool. I mean, it was genuine Minority Report stuff. People in the crowd, we could hear it or watching it at home. There was, uh, there was some murmurings while that thing was going on. People were quite quietly impressed by that. They were like when uh, it was when the guy was um, holding his arms open and then bringing them shut, and the weapon was obviously falling apart and going back together, and he was picking out uh, different bits to, to go on the weapon. People were seriously impressed. Mm-hmm. Like, the guys around me were like, "Yeah!" Um, and it, it was quite funny actually. The guy to my left um, before the show, they were on, on the big screen. They were scrolling through avatars of people who were attending the conference. Yeah, because I already uh, asked all of you guys for your image for your um, gamer tags. Yeah, so I was on the big screen pretty much every time they cycled through. I was always the last avatar in the middle of the screen. Um, but the guy to my left was really pissed off that he couldn't see himself. He's like, how do you get up again? How do you get up again? And he's like, look out for my name. I'm like, don't have to. He's like, look out for my name. <laughs> so he, he was quite a, quite a character. Media. There were a few times in the... There were a few times in the conference, the odd person tried to go, and it just didn't work. It was quite quite awful. Um, But you know what? You know, certainly that Ghost Recon um, gunsmith demo got a good reaction. The best reaction, I think, by a mile, was Connect Me. When they rolled out with FunLab, I want to hear from you about FunLab, because I'm really I, well, interested I in training. Not, I know, if Connect Me got the best response, I, sh- I should... Uh, I should um pour a big, a big old bucket of piss on that one because uh, I like to play with me. Uh, well, when that woman like, knelt in front and it scanned her face and it scanned her, her clothes, people were massively impressed. And then a couple of... So you had the sparkler demo and then you had the, the woman roll out with that little squishy toy thing mm-hmm. and scan that and put that in the game. I mean, that was hot stuff. It's worth saying that this is what Microsoft originally promised Kinect would do two years ago. It's not something new. This is what the whole foundation of Kinect was based on. And then most people had forgotten about it, thinking it was a promise that could never be fulfilled. Microsoft's just going back and making good on its original vision for Kinect, both in the finger tracking and in this object scanning. But it's good to see they haven't, you know, gone back on their promise, that they have devoted the time to make it work. And that's cool. I mean, to what extent we'll, we'll use it day to day, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm seriously pumped to come back and play Fun Labs. But am I right to be? Well, um, the funny thing about Fun Labs is, of course, the uh, the Sparkler demo where you know you can draw in the air. That's not available yet because that's waiting for the Connect upgrades. But what we have already now, we have the uh, the animate your little buddy thing. We have this googly eyes thing, which you can put crazy eyes on on your character, and we also have the connect me thing, where you just you track, you know, you you scan yourself straight into the into the game, and it creates an avatar based on you. What it creates, in fact, is uh, is you as a burn victim, um, <laughs> as someone who was caught in a, a tragic house fire as a child and grew up, um, uh, much like Freddy Krueger. Um, hang, hang on, um, maybe it's just your face, Mike, and I don't mean that horribly, but bear in mind when when you played, was it Fight Night and it scanned you in as a black man? Yeah, it, it, it could it, just it, be that you did guess my race wrong. Yeah, that was, uh, was a, it was a curious, <laughs> a curious. I, I looked, I looked good though. I, I mean, I did look good as a as, as a black guy. I mean, it, it was a, it was a, it was an interesting look on me, and uh, but. 
what I found is like you, one thing you're going to need is like a lot of light in a room. So I think if you if you mm. got a well lit room, maybe it works a bit better. But for me, um, it, I, I kind of end up with this. Um, you get like the avatar face, and I'll be honest, it does actually get the face fairly well. It does it does do quite a good job of it until it gets like around the mouth for some reason. Around the mouth is where it, is the area where it most maps your face onto the avatar. And what I got was like a slightly mottled mouth, and then I got like a flesh-coloured T-shirt, which which is it's just real, yeah, you know, a real. It was, it was only flesh-coloured on the um on the sleeves. Uh, and then the legs were, I think it gave me like skinny jeans. I don't know. I, I wouldn't wear super skinny jeans as Xbox world's resident fashion editor. I'm not, a, I'm not a big fan of, uh, of, uh, skinny jeans. It didn't, it didn't work out that time, but hey, maybe if you try it in broad daylight, it works a little bit better. I'm going to give it a go again. The whole, um, animate your little buddy thing works so long as your little buddy is like perfectly round or perfectly square or something. Um, I tried to animate some just stuff around the house here, like a pillow. It animated perfectly. It was like the pillow scanned in. It was a little like flumpy sack pillow kind of guy. You try and ask mm. in anything that's like um, any kind of irregular shape. Uh, a toilet brush. Well, yeah, it goes a little bit mental, unfortunately. But you know what? It's still cool. You got to understand, like you know, the limitations of this technology are, are you know, we're not we're not living yeah. in you know in, in 2030 here. It, uh, it it works as good as it can right now, I think. And all told, like, as the show was rolling on, Microsoft just had this really confident show. And you know, we're not just saying this because we're writing for an Xbox magazine. We um we're both PlayStation owners, but this is a this was a a show which was genuinely confident. They came out. They had in the first you know in the first like 30 minutes of the show we had Call of Duty we had Tomb Raider I mean that was a surprise to wheel that out on the big stage because it had no yeah. special Kinect features or anything no special DLC it rolled out on stage with Tomb Raider bear in mind that Lara Croft was on that Mass um, Effect with sticker sheet Ghost Recon oh yeah that's true you know, well, we, we, it was there as promised all the things on the sticker sheet appeared and they rolled out with these games these big games and and the funniest thing happened they started rolling out with all of these these big third party titles and Announcing Connect exclusive features for them. Now, not everybody at home has got a Connect, but if you do have a Connect, all of a sudden the Xbox is the go-to platform for basically every big game of the next year. You've got every major game is supporting Connect in some way. All of the Clancy games are going to support Connect. All the games you love to play, FIFA, Madden, Tiger Woods, these are games you've been crying out for Connect support. And I'm sure people are sitting at home going, "Oh, I don't want Connect in FIFA," but you know, imagine it for celebrations. Imagine it for all those times you've been sitting there shouting at the TV, make a run, make a run. Jesus, Tim Weaver screams at the TV every lunchtime. Make a run, make a run. Well, now they actually will when you scream at the TV. Like, that's that's what you're talking about. It's in Mass Effect. You can actually read the lines on the TV and it, it gives, you know, the game reacts to you. You can give orders to your squad and they will move into position. These are cool features. These are exciting features. And it makes mm. Xbox think, the number one platform Effect, for those games. I think for Mass Effect, the um, the reading the dialogue isn't so hot given that A, it would be much quicker just to use the stick, but, uh, but B, like what you read out isn't what Shepard st- says still. No. So it's a bit incongruous there. But I do, I love the squash, the squad features where you're like, Liara, get over. 
of her use singularity on that that guy and and she does it that's super cool and it looks to fit seem i mean it stops normally if you want to do that action you have to pause the game and bring up the power wheel you're eliminating that stop start flow of the combat and having like a proper shooter experience that's hot uh, the tactical options it gives you uh, in mass effect is seriously exciting um i mean some of the other connect stuff i've got to admit uh, Codename Kingdoms, which is which is Rise now. Having seen what it is, I'm not interested. I'm no, out. no. Um, we've uh, you know we've we've played uh, we've played a lot of Connect kind Fighters of fighting games, Fighters and Cage and so on. It's it's not particularly exciting. I mean, I guess the best it could be is 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 something similar to uh, on the iPhone, uh, Infinity Blade. That's the that's about as good as this game yeah. is going to be, and that, yeah, that'll be a pretty decent game. But that's about as good as it's going to get. Yeah, I mean, I think I think. Star Wars Connect looks like an Infinity Blade, but doing a little bit more, perhaps doing a little bit too much, uh, in in some in some places. Well, you know, I um, keep telling myself that these Connect uh, on Rails games, games like um, Star Wars, games like you know, Fable the Journey, Fable the these Journey. are um, these are games which, you know, at their best, they're, they're they should be reminiscent of uh, light gun games. They should be like the modern equivalent of a light gun game, mm-hmm. and then I remember that light gun games were fun. I haven't had any fun with any of these Connect games yet that are on Rails. Yeah. We've got. Uh, so, we'll have to see on that one. Um, not very well. I think people were bored with it. Yeah. I wasn't interested. I thought it looked pretty pants. Um, funny enough, when they wheeled out the Disneyland one, I was like, oh my god, what a load of shite. Do you remember how bad the Universal Studios game was? Yeah. Um, but then I thought, actually, no, this is kind of cool. This is hot for kids. And yeah, I if, if, you've, uh, if you've got like a six-year-old little girl, she's going to lose her mind for that. And if you've got a six-year-old yeah. little boy and he gets to be a Jedi, he's going to lose his marbles over a yeah. Star Wars game. And guess what, Guess what, parents? Buying him a, a virtual Disneyland tour is much cheaper than flying him to Florida. Little tip yeah. from my mat. Yeah, so um, someone on but, Twitter said, hey, you know what? It's not as good as going to real Disney. I said, like, yeah, but you know what? It's 900 pounds cheaper. Yeah, I mean, I was more excited about that than I was Fable. Genuinely, genuinely so. Um, it just looks like a good so Christmas that... present game. You know, a lot of people are going to be getting that yeah. for their grand and granddad this Christmas, and they're going to love it. Those kids, though, oh, man, the whole fist bump thing. <laughs> that little girl kept getting squashed in the Alice in Wonderland bit. I kept chuckling because she kept splatting against the wall. It was so funny. So um, you were taking pleasure in the suffering of a small child? Is that what you're yeah. saying? Yeah. So, much pleasure. Well, much pleasure. Uh, there was um, generally, generally the, the the conference felt to me like um, like I say very confident, very um, it, they had a game for everyone. That was like the yeah. theme of their conference that they had at least one game that every person of any of any social group of any gaming inclination of any age would want to play. If you're a little kid, you've got mm-hmm. you know Connect Disney, you've got Connect Star Wars. If you're if you're us, you've you've been given Halo CE and you've been given Halo. You know these are the huge games. You've been given Ghost Recon with improved features. You've been given Mass Effect with improved features. If you just like dicking around with Kinect, you've got Fun Lab. If you're uh, yeah. if you're a, if you're you know you love like crazy complex games that you could immerse your entire life into, well you've got you got uh, Minecraft now. That was a huge reveal. Generally speaking, it wasn't. You, know, you didn't, didn't roll out with anything where you were like, "Wow, this is you know, this is going to change the face of yeah. gaming." But you had a lot of just solid games presented well. Yeah, I think I think they had something for everyone, but not a lot for some people. Yeah, I think that's why people were grumbling at the end of the show. They were like, "Oh, where's my twenty-five 
first party exclusive announcements. Yeah. Because they weren't coming. Cause, and we said, like, in our pre-E3 Strongcast that they needed to have a have a show on two fronts connect base and kind of hardcore they've they very much went for the connect thing but I, I think i think with the connect announcements they try to incorporate things like fable and and rise things that will get us yeah. gamers excited yeah it, it did deliver the conference i think it needed to deliver this year i think this year needed to be about the hardcore i think it really needed to be about gamers games but at mm. the same time you know, these guys are, have made an awful lot of money off Kinect already, and it doesn't look like that's going to stop. It was from a business point of view, the showcase no, they had no, made is, absolute sense. Yeah, Kinect is very much the, the 360's future. Um, so it would be silly if they came out and, and didn't do what they did. Um, no, it's funny because I started jumping, 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 jumping uh, to jump Oh, sorry, do your Kinect thing. I was just going to say two two other things about the conference very quickly. One, I was a little disappointed to see the Halo uh, anniversary uh, announcement sandwiched in between, I think it was Rise and a Forza 4 announcement. Yeah, I mean, this is so the 10th strange. anniversary of Xbox, the 10th anniversary of Halo, the game that made Xbox. It was a bit of a shat trailer, if I'm honest, because the first, like... 50 70 percent of the trailer made it look really guff yeah and it was only in the last few seconds that i thought actually that does look like something i want and to play some really cool comparison screenshots up online which you might not have seen um of like classic silent cartographer mixed with new silent cartographer and the game uh, okay. looks nice the game looks really nice it certainly didn't look nice from the show floor and it was just like such a throwaway announcement it was like a forgotten child mm-hmm. it's like hang on we're we're here because of this game and like it's it's the 10 year celebration do something better. So I was yeah. a little bit disappointed with that. Um, the other thing I thought was really quite cool, not so much for me, I think you'll be bigger into it, is the UFC pay-per-view stuff and the whole community features. Well, that amazed can... me. When I was watching Fair. that, all I could think of was like Paul Verhoeven movies, Starship Troopers, Would You Like to Know More? Yeah. Or, you know, you can, no, you exactly. can be watching the UFC and be like, hey, George St. Pierre, you know, just kick that guy's ass. Hey, let's see him kick someone else's ass. And you could just upload, yeah. just load up all of the George St. Pierre fights that, that was hot. had the last few times. You, you know what I was thinking you know what i was thinking of though um when i was watching that it was just please do it for wwe please vince mcmahon realize that this is something that 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 is worth doing all of their tv features are are super cool i think uh it's probably not something that i'll use but again for certain people i wonder i wonder though i say for certain people do those people actually exist those people are going to watch tv through the xbox we'll see i do like the fact that castle got some love I keep going into the office saying how good Castle is, and everyone's like, "Yeah, shut up, pal." <laughs> yeah, Castle was on the big stage. I was well chuffed. Okay. That's 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 the TV show Castle, not Matt Castle. Okay, so he's sleeping just, just in the room next to you right now. <laughs> so yeah, he's still not speaking yet. So the um the funny thing about I guess about uh, the show was that it set the standard for what Sony did much later in the day. Uh, Microsoft rolled in with a bunch of third-party games, and they announced exclusive motion control features. And later in the day, yeah. Sony did the exact same thing. Now, you guys watched uh, the Sony conference in uh, in someone's hotel room there, so you kind of know roughly what happened. But for me, Sony's yeah. conference was a bit of a disaster. Now, I'm not going to sit here and compare the two conferences and say, wow, Microsoft had the show of all shows, and Sony had the, the failure of all failures, because it wasn't like that. You know, Microsoft's conference registered a good six on the on the on the you know out of ten scale. And Sony's came in, I think, close to a three. Just because Sony did the exact same trick. They rolled into the show with a bunch of third-party games. And 
showed off exclusive Move features for them, much like Sony and Microsoft has shown off exclusive Kinect features. But where Microsoft rolled in with games like FIFA, Tiger Woods, and Madden, basically the three biggest sports games on the planet, Sony rolled in with NBA 2K12. And only NBA Oh, I saw that, and that was really embarrassing when um, they wheeled out Kobe Bryant. Basketball. Yeah, and he couldn't do it. Yeah. Well, you know what? <laughs> the game, the game looked great, and NBA 2K12, as everybody knows, is a really good game. It's you know, it's uh, much smaller in the UK, much less of a big deal in the UK than FIFA, obviously, but it's a good game. But to go up to throw NBA 2K12 up against the three biggest franchises from EA Sports, it made Sony look weak. I'm not saying you know it was a bad. The, 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 it hang- just made Sony look weak. The thing is, as well, I think it was quite telling, is that when Peter Moore came out, I thought, okay, here, here we go with all the sports titles. They didn't want the sports titles clogging up the show. They, he came out, it's like, bam, 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 we're doing this. But it wasn't like we sat down and watched it for 10 minutes because no. we moved on to something better. Yeah. Well, not better, but something different. Where Sony, of course, I, I don't think Sony have mastered the art of knowing when to start and stop their demos. And Agreed, which yes. They, their their the, demos are just interminable. They'll start a demo and they'll just have a guy play a game without talking for 10 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, and it's not necessarily the best. I mean, I mean, Uncharted looks incredible. You can get any bit from the game, and it looks great. And it looked incredible. I don't, I don't necessarily think it was the best bit to demo in front of everyone. No. The trailer afterwards looked. I'm so hyped for that game. It's unreal. Resistance Three uh, was just boring. Oh, Resistance. There's, there's no boring. convincing anyone in the world that Resistance is a good game. No. It really isn't. Sorry, guys. I'm a PlayStation Three owner. I bought Resistance One with my own cash. I didn't get a freebie or anything. I, I bought did it, too. What a, played what it, and sold it. It was rubbish. And Res- Resistance Three looks the exact same kind of bland brown rubbish that yeah. the first game was. NBA. Uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't have clogged up the the show with that. Um, I left. During, I left this other event as um, as they were showing uh, Bioshock, which as I was going, I was like looking back lovingly. It looked pretty. Well, you pretty know what? The amazing. demo they showed was really bizarre. They came out. Ken Levine came out and talked about the game, and but the actual they didn't actually show the game. They showed a very brief montage of the demo they're going to be showing on the show floor to you guys. Oh. That's all they showed. A very brief montage, yeah. and then Ken Levine came out and then issued a very big surprise. He confirmed that. Irrational the, the developing for the Vita, as it's called now. Yeah. Not okay. not much of a name, but we'll get to that later. But um, okay, that was you know one of the, the first of the again the big games that they wheeled out. So Microsoft rolled in with Mass Effect with Ghost Recon, and Sony rolled in with Bioshock and Saints Row as their with move support. With move yeah. Support. Yeah. This was like yeah. the theme of the show. And now it forced the Nintendo to break that cycle because that's very much the show so far. And I wonder if tomorrow, if, you know, if well, today for us, and I guess today for you, but a lot further away, if Nintendo were going to roll into the conference with the same games as everybody else, but with their own twist on them. <laughs> Hang on a second. Hang on a second. Go back. Did you just say the Nintendo conference is a lot further away for me than it is for you? It is, right? Well, it's, well, the, no, same it's, it's the same time, but I mean, what I'm saying is you've got to sleep between now and then. Surely it'll be shorter then, because I won't have to live through. Well, there is that. that. Well, just think about this for a second, Pella. After you walked out the Sony conference, right? You walked out the Sony conference, then you went and just did some business. I don't know what, seeing, seeing some game, who cares? Some, some, some little game from some small developer. Um, I stayed up for another hour watching Sony embarrass myself, themselves, and then... In the time it took you to get from you know there to where you are now, that's the time I slept in. Okay, 
That, oh. that, that was me sleeping. That was my three and a special yeah. three and a half hours of precious sleep. So don't, don't get snarky with me. Um, I stayed up to the end of the Sony conference waiting for that big reveal, waiting for that Halo 4 moment. And the GTA 5. It, it never the, came. Yeah, GTA, GTA 5. GTA 5 or God of War 4 or anything. It's something which got you excited right at the end. And instead, their show closer mm. was, I will confess, pretty amazing. But it wasn't it wasn't an ending. It wasn't an epic moment. It wasn't a finish. They came out and they said, the uh, NGP, the Vita as it's known now, will sell for $249. That is an insane price for that much machine. Yeah. It's incredible. That means it's going to come in basically in the UK. I mean, you know what it's like in the UK. Swap the dollar sign for a pound. We hear it's going to come in around about £230, £220. That means it's coming in at the same price as a 3DS for yeah. literally three, four times the power the 3DS provides. That's, that's good stuff. Um, one thing I will pick up on the Sony conference, I'm sad to see that Dust 5.4 is a PS3 exclusive. I think we We've all got are. That. That's a major loss for Microsoft. Not because the game's going to be great. It might yeah. be, it might not, we don't know. But it's a major PR disaster for Microsoft because once again, it's Xbox Live failing where PSN succeeds with stuff like Portal yeah, they're, 2, they're just stuff like too Dust. Closed. They're, too, they're, they're so determined to keep their system completely closed. Which makes me wonder What's how gonna Minecraft's going to work, because Minecraft needs to be able what? to share content with the PC version. And it's supposed to be doing so, but what's it going to take? I mean, if Valve can't get Microsoft to get their act together, I don't know who can. No. It's a joke. No, it's a, it's a, it's a big a big failure on Microsoft's part, genuinely a, a big failure. But Sony came along okay, with, uh, with, you know, as you say, Uncharted. In any show, it's going to be a show stealer. And their opening montage was great. It really, really took all of these big games which are coming out over the next year and stamped PlayStation all over them. You know, you really felt mm-hmm. like, wow, all of these games are coming to PlayStation 3. I'm really spoiled. But as the show ticked on and things got slower and slower and slower, you know, it was funny. In the, the latter half of the show, it was like a series of... Well, I'm not going to be mean to anybody, but a series of like, quite big guys coming out, completely out of breath, very panicked. It was as if they were sprinting on stage, panicked, <laughs> freaking out. Like they didn't, it, was a very un, it wasn't, didn't have the confidence of Microsoft's show. It didn't have the, yeah. the planning and the scripting of Microsoft's show. Of course, it didn't okay. have the crazy, painfully confident children of Microsoft's show either. But it, was, it seemed right. very, very shaky towards the end. And Charters on the PSP looked great. The PS Vita, rather, looked great. Um, two things I'd very quickly say about the, the Sony show. Um, one, uh, kind of cool TV package. The TV, the the two goggles, um, the two glasses. Well, this PlayStation TV, I think, is very impressive. But at the same time, I'm wondering, this 3D TV, what everybody wants? I think for a while it might have been, well, but now it's, it's what Sony wants everybody to want. So I think that was quite apparent with the pricing and stuff. They're like, shit, guys, we need you to buy 3D because we've invested in it. So here's something that we're trying to entice you over with. Again, if you look at the UK pricing, it's probably going to come close to 399 in the UK. And that's 399 for a 24-inch 3D monitor. And for 399 in the UK, you can get yourself a 42-inch top-of-the-line Samsung LCD TV. And I wonder, what would you rather have? That extraordinary size and you know, absolute spectacle of that? Or a pokey little monitor in 3D? I know, it's not for me, but I think, I think the, uh, the split-screen feature was super cool. 
Yeah, the other thing I'd like like to say is I was quite impressed how Tretton came out and first of all just addressed the PSN debacle. I think that was handled very well. Well, they came out, they they were humble. They were, you know, they put their cards on the table. They were apologetic. They apologized to everyone they should apologize to. Uh, I think a lot of people will say, you know, what isn't good enough, but it was the only thing they could do, really. They had to get that massive elephant in the room out of the way before they started on the games. Yeah, and and they did. And um, going back, actually, I've just thought of one more thing from the Microsoft uh, conference, and it was Connect Sports season two again. Just um, uh, what's the name? Big Park. Yeah. Big Park. Yeah. Sorry, it's so late here. Um, they're awful at demoing stuff. <laughs> they're so painfully scripted. I mean, they had the the, oh, woman the, the, the Marathi football guys going two twenty three. It was like, I, dude, even watching it at home. I could feel the pain of the audience coming through the TV loud and clear. It was like watching Ricky Gervais dance in the office or something. You know, it was. <laughs> That's exactly what it was oh, like. It was. Abys- it was it was almost as bad as last year's Konami one when they got that bloody dancing game and you got the two guys trying to talk to each other, just reading off a script. Yeah. It felt that false. Um, that of course, poor. Don Matrick but, can suck the air out of any room he walks into. Yeah, I nearly walked out. Yeah, <laughs> he, he, he rolled on stage. You were like, I'm done. I'm done. This, is, this ain't worth my time. Meanwhile, uh, over on the uh, EA stage, which I watched that conference a little later, and of course they rolled out right at the beginning with Peter Moore. And oh, Peter Moore is so good at that stuff. He's so good at getting on stage. Standing along, he's standing he's alongside all these American footballers who I'm assured by our followers on Twitter are a big deal. They're, you know, these are big, big guys in American football. And uh, he, uh, you know, he commanded the stage with these guys. It was uh, a genuine you know, showcase for what it means to have, have this exec who's a good front man you know, in a, in that kind of stagey environment. Yeah. Massively media trained uh, guy, you know. So my time is short, so I just want to very quickly uh, cover the EA and, and Ubisoft conferences. Yeah. Very quickly, EA, Needless Be The Run, I hear that it's just, what have they done? It looks like just out of stupid. The it looks, the, the run looks ridiculous. I mean, the run looks beautiful. I'll make no mistake. I mean, running in that engine, it looks very pretty. But now you've got like, free-running QTE sequences, so it's the, it's the, it's the running sequences from Shamui in, uh, in this game, and then you'll run across rooftops, like slide down a fire escape, jack a police car, beat up the cop in a quick-time event, drive along in the police car, and then you're into a chase. And the car, car sequences, certainly the ones they showed, were very, very scripted. And the idea is it's just a series of events, and as you go drive across America, your time is being added up and added to autolog, so your time across America will be compared to the time across America of your friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looked ridiculous, and it looked like nothing I don't think I would ever want to play, and I'm not sure yeah. anyone who's into Need for Speed will ever want to play. I think I it, they've absolutely misjudged what Need for Speed is supposed to be. They've done, mm-hmm. basically made a movie. They've made The Fast and the Furious uh, as a game, which I guess is what they always dreamed of doing, and well, now look what you've done. Look what look what your ambitions have done. Uh, it was um it was I think it fell a bit dead with the crowd and I don't think what they're going for works. Again, no. make no mistake, the crowd was hot when that uh when that driving sequence came up because it looked beautiful. These rain soaked yeah. streets looked great. Second the guy got out of the car, it all went wrong. It all went pear shaped. Well, everyone told me as much when I ran into them at the Ubisoft conference. Uh, I got there. Uh, Brilliantly, uh, the the Ubisoft registration process had mucked up. There was a massive queue outside the place, and fire marshals and police around. Not like you couldn't get in. And that's why the conference was late. Presumably, it did start late. Everybody, yeah. So that's 
So that's why it was late. Uh, I was stuck outside thinking, crap, I need to be in there. I'm doing it for us. I'm doing it for official Xbox. Uh, you know, I've, I've got to get inside. Uh-huh. Ring the old PR. He's a legend. Ubisoft PR, what a great guy. Yeah, he comes out, he grabs me. He's like, you're in with me. Come in with me. Walk me through. All the other guys are like, who's this douchebag? I'm like, I'm the boss. So uh, I guess this, this is uh, this is where Pellet gives every Ubisoft game for the next year the, the, the full 99 <laughs> percent the uh, the score the score the um, score box breaking score. 101 percent. I've got to be honest. The Ubisoft press conference was just a whole lot of fun. The people. Oh, I don't know what what, 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 the host, fed what about the host. Oh, the host was a joke, Mr. That, Caffeine. That Shane Ritchie wannabe red coat. Yeah. Son he wasn't as bad. He wasn't as bad as Phil Smuggington Spencer. <laughs> Phil Spencer was so tough. smug. <laughs> but uh, says the most smug journo in the world. But um, yeah, Ma- Mr. Caffeine was was a bit annoying. But the crowd were really up for it. Like everyone was cheer. I don't know why it was a bit too cheery for my liking. You just got, but, got in, right? Yeah, <laughs> quite possibly. But Rayman, you know what? I thought going in two D platformer does it have a place in this gen? I don't think it does. Rayman's completely convinced me. Oh, it's so that beautiful it, that it has. That is a re- I can't great. believe a Rayman game is a game which you're actually interested in buying. It looks I know. great. So that looked great. Far Cry 3, what a, what a surprise. I, I think mean, it for a lot of people surprise. that will be when the game's We knew show. about it. Um, yeah, we, we knew about it a couple of days ago. Uh, some of the guys actually saw it on Sunday. But uh, no, that, that looks superb. I hadn't seen that demo before. I was like, oh man, this is super brutal. Um, I'd heard I about was, the I was antagonist a people. Like, I'd seen shots earlier in the day. I was a little concerned about the, the Mad Max 2 kind of bad guys. They're all a little bit like, yeah, you know, a bit I, a bit punky, a bit weird. And I was a bit concerned yeah. about that. I, I liked they it though. His, absolutely his worked. Worked. Yeah, no, I thought I thought it was really good. When you got dumped off the side and you had to struggle free, yeah. I, w- I was totally, I totally bought into it. Um, Ghost Recon, we got it on our next cover. You've played it already. Yeah. Uh, it looked decent. Um, I think it's funny because you played that mission, but yes. it was a different bit. Well, saw, well the mission saw... I played was um, was very very different. The um, E3 build has been designed to show off some very specific things. I played a, a one with a very different beginning and a very different ending. We'll be talking about that in the next issue, of course. I look forward to it. It's on shelves in the yeah. beginning of July. And some more exciting bits. More exciting bits. I think you saw as well. Um, what else? There was oh, Assassin's Creed at the end. I mean, the CG trailer just looked unreal and. And after, I mean, yeah, it's great. It's more assassins. What, what more do I need to say about it? Stuff that I didn't like. Just Dance Three looks atrocious, especially compared with Dance Central Two. Yeah, Dance um, Central Two is I, I yeah, know, he owns that market I don't know now. Why anyone? Yeah, I don't know why anyone would want to buy into just um, Just Dance when Dance Central Two exists. Not on Connect anyway. No. Um, so that, that that wasn't too great. I'm missing one. I thought Driver had a decent showing. I mean, I've played it already. I, I enjoyed it. Um, it it didn't demo too bad. Oh, Brothers in Arms. Yeah. The crowd were really into that because it was just surprising. Really? Again, it was something we knew about. Uh, but, I don't know, seeing it for the first time on the screen, it kind of hit home how graphic it was going to be. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I want to see. I want. I want to see it in action. I'm, I'm quite looking forward to, to having a play of that. Is but, that something um, you're going to be seeing this week? Uh, I don't know. Actually, I don't know to what capacity it's going to be on the show floor. Right. So maybe, maybe not. Um, 
is that it for the big UB games? Am I missing something? Well, it was Tintin, really? of course. Tintin is, uh, again, a oh, quietly yeah. confident game. I think for a movie license, it'd be quite impressive. I think it's going to be quite a good game. Uh, you got to realise Tintin's such a big deal in mainland Europe. It's so big in yeah. France and so big in Belgium. Like, they're not going to make a bad job of a Tintin game. It's like, you know, Tintin is yeah. Francis Batman, basically. And uh, yeah, they, they need to get <laughs> it right. They need to, they need to do a good Tintin game. And from what we hear, it's the, um, it's the team that worked, it was working on Beyond Good and Evil 2. They've been transferred over to work on Tintin, and then they'll go back to Beyond Good and Evil too. Mm. So that's a lot of talent. So, um, in the game. no, very much so. So, so that's the lot. I mean, I feel like I've done a a trip's worth of work already, yeah. and yet E three hasn't even started proper. So, um, I better go to bed now. Yeah, you Ready should. And I, I better go to work. I've got to grab myself a bowl <laughs> of uh, a bowl of shreddies and head off to work. I'll get this uploaded. Hopefully, people will be listening to it. Within uh, within an hour of us recording it, so it's extra fresh. As usual, apologies for any technical problems. Apologies for the sound imbalance. What's weird is that Matt, you know, a continent away, comes through clearer than I do in this in this uh, little pokey little office of mine. But you know, we'll 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 just gloss over that and we'll pretend that this thing's gone without a hitch. And um, I hope you'll be able to listen to us tomorrow when we'll be back one more time for the final of our E3 podcast. Uh, you'll be here, right, Matt? Yep. Yep. He says after a long pause, uh, "This is um, this is uh, breaking us like a twig. We hope you really enjoyed it, and we'll speak to you very soon. Uh, it's going to be a big show today. Keep your eye on the internet. There's going to be a lot of feedback coming out from like the big games on the show floor. You're going to hear about some amazing stuff. And don't worry too much about those conferences. Hey, if you're a Sony player, I hope you enjoyed this podcast too. You know, we're Sony players, and we're expecting to see a lot from Sony on that show floor. There's things they didn't show. Big games. Wipeout 2048 wasn't on their stage. It made no sense to me. So there's going to be good stuff on the show floor we can look forward to seeing from them. Good stuff on the show floor we can look forward to from Microsoft too. Stuff they didn't show on the main stage it's going to be a big day and that's in store all those stories going to be hitting all your favorite websites today keep an eye on cvg.co.uk keep an eye on the xbox world blog if we can find a minute in our massively packed schedule with writing the magazine to produce anything for the blog but hey we know we'll be there we'll be on facebook we'll be on twitter keep an eye out we'll be watching keep an eye keep an eye on the uh, official xbox website as well because i'm writing for them this week so oxm.co.uk you'll find the odd thing for me out there as well keep an eye out for uh, for selling that pellet who's going to be writing for our friends over at xbox uh, official xbox magazine and we'll see you tomorrow have a good day Bye bye wait